and welcome to The Unstuck Club, the bite-sized podcast which helps you to get unstuck and build a life which makes you happy. I'm your host Jo, your life coach and happiness psychology enthusiast and I want you to use this podcast as though you've got a personal life coach cheering you on, sending you voice notes to help you navigate life. So if you've ever felt stuck in your life and found yourself wondering, is this what life is really all about? Then you're in the right place. Each episode, we'll dive into a topic to help you to get unstuck using life coaching tools and the psychology of happiness. And we'll always end on a question designed to make you pause, think and support you to getting yourself unstuck. So let's get going. Hello and welcome to episode nine of the Unstuck Club podcast. So this episode is going out on what is known as Blue Monday here in the UK and that is the third Monday of January, the third Monday of the year and it is deemed as the most depressing day of the year. Now if you know very much about Blue Monday you'll know that technically it's a completely made up term that was apparently made up by a UK travel company many years ago in order to try to sell holidays. As much as it's a completely made up term and as much as, you know, we shouldn't be falling into this marketing trap of people trying to sell us holidays, I personally firmly believe that there is something in it. So any form of fresh new start vibes have sort of slowly dwindled away. It's not yet the end of the month and it's, you know, you're waiting for your first paycheck after Christmas. Friends are doing less things. You're able to do less things due to financial constraints. It's, I'm looking outside the window now and it is dark and it is gloomy. So as much as it's a completely made up term, I do believe that there is something in this idea of it potentially being a naturally quite dull, quite depressing day. So for that reason, this episode is all about practical tips and tools that you can do in order to make sure that your Monday is yellow and not a blue Monday. So within this, I've got two specific exercises, which I'd suggest that you give a go in your own time at home. And then I've got two specific rules of how, rules maybe isn't the right word, but two specific kind of suggestions, things that you can think about when you're looking at how to make yourself feel better and kind of how to give yourself that little happiness boost. So looking at the overall broader suggestions first, the first one is to book in joy. Now I know that sounds really basic, really obvious, potentially really stupid, but actually this idea of booking in and carving out time to do things that bring you joy is something that we don't do enough of. I guarantee most of you who are listening to this have saved up your fun for the week to have on the weekend. You are planning on doing your activities and your things that bring you joy anytime from Friday evening to Sunday evening. And that idea of actually booking in joy on a Monday evening after work, on a Tuesday, on a Wednesday, is so, so important if you want to live a joyful existence where you're not just living for the weekend. So that first tip is have a think. Is there something that you can book in tonight? Or is there something that you can book in for next Monday or Tuesday after work, 
with a friend, on your own, something that is going to bring you joy that you can look forward to going into the week. So that would be my first very basic, but you will not believe how much of a difference it makes to your life, uh, tip that I'd suggest that you try out. The second tip is to focus on you. Um, What I mean by this is I don't mean put yourself first and just focus on what you want to do. Yes, absolutely do that as well. But specifically what I'm talking about in this is to focus on what things genuinely increase your happiness, what things genuinely increase well-being. Often we can take advice from from people like me doing this podcast, from friends, from family, from colleagues, of things that you ought to try and start doing, you know, um, people who go for, go running, they love to tell people how much running makes a difference to their life. Um, People who do meditation, do yoga, um, you know, some people like to, oh, you know, you'll feel much better if you go out for drinks with friends, things like that. Brilliant. These are all, you know, really helpful suggestions and things like running, yoga, getting outside, all these kind of things. Yes, there is research that shows that that will increase your happiness and well-being, but it's so much more important that you focus on what will actually increase your happiness and well-being. Because to one person, reading before they go to bed every night is going to make the biggest difference to their happiness and well-being. To someone else, that's really not going to do that much. And what's going to make a bigger difference to them is booking in to go trampolining on a Monday evening to someone else going trampolining on a Monday evening is going to be their idea of a nightmare and actually what makes a difference to them is having a phone call with a friend so my point here is try not to listen to too much of the noise surrounding you on what you should be doing to increase your happiness and increase your well-being and instead focus on what is authentic to you what is most likely to work for you and then give that a go Having just said that, (laughs) I'm now about to give two suggestions on things that you could try out. So as I just said with my last tip, focus on you and what's authentic to you. If what I'm about to say doesn't feel authentic to who you are as a person, please, please do not force yourself to try and do it because it will only benefit you if it's something that you actually want to do and if it's something that really resonates with you. So those two were kind of my more generic suggestions and tips. These next two are specific tools which have been researched and proven by psychologists as ways of increasing your happiness and increasing your well-being. So the first tool is Three Good Things, which you might have heard of before. I know that there's a journal called Three Good Things and um, it's a fairly common um, sort of tool that you can use. What it is, is at the end of each day, you need to list out three good things that happened to you that day. Now, the benefit of this is it's a little bit like gratitude journaling, but I often find that with gratitude journaling, people tend to end up picking the same thing. You find yourself listing over and over again, I've got my friendships, I've got my health, I am grateful for a roof over my head. But actually, this is a way that you can see gratitude in your day to day without it being the kind of stereotypical gratitude journaling. It's just pointing out what are three good things that happened to me today. Even on days that you think, oh, that day was rubbish. Even if it's something like, I enjoyed my dinner, I was able to cross the road before the traffic lights went, which meant that I made my train. You know, whatever those tiny little things are that you go, do you know what? That was a positive. That was something good that happened to me that day. And just highlighting what are the three good things that happened to you that day for the next two weeks? 
will, you know, research has shown it will increase your happiness. So as I said, only do it if that feels like something that, you know, resonates with you and that might be interesting. But I strongly advise that you go away this evening and every evening for the next two weeks, either write it down or tell your partner or text it to a friend. What are the three good things that happened to you that day? The second suggested exercise or tool that I'd suggest that you do, which again has been proven to increase people's happiness, is to do an act of kindness towards a friend. So that might be something super basic, like just texting them to let them know that you appreciate them. It might be buying them a coffee when you go out with them. It might be writing them a little card to say that you're proud of them. What act of kindness can you do for a friend? And the reason that this is such a good thing to try out when you're wanting to increase your happiness and you're wanting to increase your well-being and you're wanting to you know make sure that your Monday is a good day rather than a blue Monday is because of the fact that it kind of works in threefold so first of all relationships often come up time and time again of the most important way that you can increase your happiness so in developing a relationship with someone by doing an act of kindness towards them that has a long-term impact on your happiness second of all acts of kindness in themselves have been shown to increase your happiness and increase your well-being so just purely doing an act of kindness is going to give you a boost And the third thing is that act of kindness is also likely to give your friend a boost. And if you're there trying to make sure that, you know, your Blue Monday isn't a Blue Monday, why not try to pass the good gesture on and try to help somebody else have a good day as well? So those are my four suggestions of practical tools and tips to help you to make your Blue Monday yellow and to help you to increase the happiness within your week. The question that I am going to leave you on today is, which of these are you going to try out to help you make sure that your Mondays are yellow? Thanks so much for listening to the Unstuck Club podcast. If you found this helpful, then don't forget to share it with friends, drop me a rating, or hit subscribe to make sure that you never miss an episode. Until next time, I hope you have a really lovely week ahead.